Yo, 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 what up? I'm Jarrell. Sophie. And together we are Beware, and you're watching Studio One. So first things first, I want to say like thank you guys for coming to Studio One. Yeah. Thank you for coming to the platform. It's uh, I've been waiting to sit down with you and you guys for quite a while, yeah. <laughs> quite yeah. a while. It's it, I feel like we live in this era. It's totally okay. Uh, <laughs> it's totally okay. We're in a, we're in a we're in a good space. I've, we're in this era where it's like you know so much of someone from online. Yeah. So it's like I feel like I know you guys already, yeah. but just yeah, yeah. to get time to sit down. So Yo, that's just, like the perfect way to explain it because that's how I already feel. Yeah. So I just feel comfortable. Yeah. So dope. briefly, just introduce you yourselves, and then we'll just get started. <laughs> <laughs> I am uh, Sophie. I uh, I play keys and DJ on stage, and I uh, help produce and stuff in the studio with Jarrell. Yeah, and I'm Jarrell, um, singer songwriter. Um, getting into the production, but uh, yeah, together we are in a collective <laughs> called Beware. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So first question: uh, Can you guys just individually talk about what life was like in your early life? Talk about um, growing up and like the music you guys individually navigated towards when you were just yeah. growing up. Um, I grew up with a, uh, a lot of classic rock. Um, my dad and my sister were huge Led Zeppelin fans and Pink Floyd and stuff like that. So I kind of grew up on that side while he grew up on like the Biggie and Usher and like that kind of side. Mm -hmm. um, and then, uh, so I, I used to be like in a rock band and stuff like that. I play guitar and I sing and then I went to Metalworks with him and that's where we met. And then um, he just had a guitar player on stage and I was like, I think it'd be really cool if you like put keys in there. And then I was just yeah. like, I just started kind of playing keys at the time too. So I was just like, I'll play like live with you guys. And we kind of just like Clicked. went together like with that and even like writing some songs and stuff. It's it's kind of like we're mixing both of our genres, how we grew up together mm -hmm. into like this genre we kind of created. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically, uh, yeah, basically just, yeah. sums it up. I mean, yeah, I came from more like the hip hop, more R&B side. Like my mom just, when I was like little, little, used to play like, you know, Boys to Men and like Belle DeVoe and stuff and just yeah. like, walk around with me basically in the house and just show me dance moves and stuff. So that's where I kind of got my musical influence. Um, and like she said, we stumbled across, you know, Metalworks, went there together and then from there, just everything clicked. We ended up in the studio working together. She's been making music for, you know, years on years, and so have I. So, you know, it just, once we came together and started, you know, combining the ideas, it just became really organic. And the music ever since has just been, you know, so easy. Yeah. Do you guys have like an age that you guys can remember when you were like starting writing songs or getting into that, like maybe around high school or? I think I was. Um about nine or ten because that's how old I was when I was in my band it was just me and my best friend we were kind of like the white stripes like she just played drums I was on the guitar yeah. like that was it um but yeah I would just write like corny like songs about having a crush on someone like grade six. <laughs> yeah and then uh just like rocking out on the guitar with it and then um and then I got into more serious writing when I was more in high school and stuff like that because that's when I was just like I want to do this for my career, I want to like make money with this. Like I want to do this for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just started writing more in-depth songs when I was in high school. But yeah, like around like eight, nine, ten years old, that's when I was like just like actually writing and like writing stuff in my notebook and rhyming words and being like, well, that sounds cool. And then yeah, but yeah, I'd say that's probably like <clears throat> around the same age for me. Like she's 
23, 24. 23. <laughs> 23. Jesus. I'm turning and, 24 this year. Yeah, and I'm turning 26. Um, but uh, I'd probably say it was, I was kind of writing poems more when I was younger, like young, young. Um, my choir teacher and stuff like that back in elementary school would always be like, yo, get him singing, you know, yeah. get him writing, doing all that kind of stuff. And it just, at that age, I was kind of like, yo, I'm into sports, you know, music <laughs> yeah. isn't my thing. But um, it was probably, I want to say like grade nine, my little brother's dad brought his mic over and he like makes music and stuff like that, raps. And he just, you know, was like, what are you writing? One time caught me. Right, writing, and I just was like, "Yo, I'm just writing some raps." Blah blah. blah. So you got yeah. me to write, write to like one of these beats, and then from there, just clicked. Like we just made it in you know my bedroom, and um, he left the mic with me for like a couple months, and from there it was just like I wanted to do this. I started making songs like I was doing like five. They were really shitty songs. Yeah, talk about talk about the early really, songs because it's always really, a funny story with that. Really, really crappy songs, but it like. It showed me how to structure my music, and, yeah. you know, where I should be sitting and what pockets and, you know, what kind of beats I should be on. Because I was jumping on everything back then. I say no one writes their first song and it's like no. amazing. That's <laughs> right? the thing. It's like we're like in high school or like even earlier than that. And we're just like writing songs. I don't think anyone even like Michael Jackson. Actually, never mind. No, he's in the Jackson 5. I was Prodigies. But um, but yeah, I think everyone just has like their first songs that they write and they're like, they think it's amazing. And then when they're older, they're like, holy shit. Like, oh, yeah. look where I came from. But, but yeah. I do that every once in a while because it's, I mean, I, I have YouTube channels I cannot delete. Like, you know those ones? <laughs> yeah. And there's so much music on there. So when I listen back to all that and listen to what we're creating now, yeah, it just... It's so cringe. <laughs> it's so cringe, but it's Cause like know, the, very humbling. Yeah, the important thing is just recognizing, like, it's the growth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's so hard just to see that, you know? Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. so hard because a lot of artists will, like get rid of their old songs yeah, and yeah, just yeah. kind of be like, I tried I'm, for a bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I know, I'm, I'm new now. Me, yeah. This is not my representation. But yeah. as fans, like we want to like see the growth. We want to listen to the old songs and be like, wow, this is. Yeah. So did you guys like feel vulnerable, I guess, when you uh, released like songs or told your friends and family like, because there's always that like asterisk of like, yeah. oh, you're a musician. Well, my parents are super supportive about it. So I just like, it was kind of more like embarrassing. I was just like, I don't want you to hear me like write songs. Yeah but like my crushes and stuff like leave me alone yeah. like, I would like play like shows like I was like 14 I think my first show was like in a club and I wasn't even allowed I had to go on stage and leave right after because I wasn't old enough to like be in like the bar or anything and um, I didn't like let my parents come I was like you guys aren't coming like this is not happening um, but yeah it just I don't know it's I don't know it's weird yeah. it's weird like l listening to your old shit yeah, yeah I mean well, like with me, for an example, it was like my mom was always supportive, but I was always very iffy about how my friends were. Because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, yeah. I was the guy with the aux cords, so, yeah. you know, I would be the one playing, like, <laughs> I mean, back in high school, we were listening to, like, Skizzy Mars. I still listen to Skizzy Mars, but that dude, like, we used to play him just bumping in the whip, and then I'd, like, you know, sneak on one of my songs and, you yeah. know, it just kind of slides <laughs> yeah. in every once in a while. But, like, I never was comfortable with, like, playing my music in a room with people for a really yeah. long time because yeah. it was just like it was it's just like, weird it's to like me. one or two people you're comfortable with and those people yeah. kind of just stay with you like my best friend um i would play like all my songs to her she's like my biggest fan Shout out to Tina. literally knows every single lyric from when i was like 14 like she'll <laughs> like still play them she has them like on like an mp3 that like i used to send her back like in like grade nine or something 
and she like still like has them and like i'll be like oh i, I like i want to hear that song i wrote when i was like 14 she's like i have so it i'll email it to you right yeah. now and, like, she's like already ready with all the files i'm like oh my god but, yeah it's... yeah i wish i wish like you know earlier i had a support system like in that sense where it was like mm-hmm. a, a good friend like that but i was just so nervous um just you know i was writing very personally and stuff like that so it was just it's hard for me to play some certain stuff yeah for sure and then on the flip side too it's like having the realization like okay i need to perform these songs i need to go on stage i was about to say performing is so much different to me talk to me about how you like i guess overcame that i guess i mean with performing for me i think that was the difference was it was like I could get up on a stage and perform the music in front of people oh, rather okay. than, you know, I could sit there and be like, yo, listen to the song I just made. You know what I mean? It was just yeah. so different. I could get on stage and just kind of black out, you know? And for a while, I used to always say that to Soph, like I would just, we'd get off stage and I was like, what the hell just happened? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Some like, shows we got off and we're like, I don't even remember anything that yeah. happened. Like, was I even good? Like, yeah. I don't remember anything. <laughs> yeah. I just like completely blacked out. And then like other shows, I'm just like, you like get the disappointing shows and you're like, I felt every minute of that. Yeah. That was the longest set ever. And then <laughs> you get some that you're like, you're playing to like 500 people and you're like, holy shit, this is what I want to do for like the rest yeah. of my life. Like this is the feeling that you want all the time during a show. And then, but yeah. But yeah, it's like once you reach those steps and, you know, climb to the next level, it just, you know, it keeps building. The adrenaline mm-hmm. just keeps building with the every show. And so, yeah. I mean, just overcoming my fear was just kind of simple for me in my sense. I just, cause it just came so naturally. I don't mean to put it as like a- No, I feel, kind of I, sense, I, I feel like there's specific spaces where like artists feel they're most comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it could be like the studio, like this is where I feel at home. And sometimes yeah. like Donald Glover even, uh, I think he did like an interview where he doesn't really remember his shows cause yeah. like he just becomes something else. Yeah. Yeah. So I think for you it's like- just, it was, well, It's, it's of, adrenaline yeah. too, right? Yeah. It's like you get into this mindset that you're like, I gotta be the, the shit right now yeah. and make people think I'm the shit. So it's mm. like your adrenaline just goes through the roof and that's yeah. I think the whole blackoutness that you get. Especially in hip hop. Yeah. That's it. Well, yeah. But, it's it's any genre, really. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. say, like, because it's just like rock and roll, too. It's just like yeah, people course. are smashing guitars and shit. <laughs> and it's like they wouldn't do that if they were, like, just completely calm. Very like true. in the studio, they yeah. would just start smashing guitar, but you get that adrenaline on stage and you throw Kurt Cobain, like, through a guitar at someone. It's like you get, yeah. like, those, like, <laughs> like feelings during shows. But, but yeah, there's nothing like stage i would say yeah because yeah. a lot of artists like you see like them doing like an interview and they're so reserved and calm and then yeah. you and then you go to a show and you're like is that the same person yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like they have a different voice <laughs> yeah like who yeah. is that guy yeah. right but uh on on the note of like Kirk Cobain and other like just different genres um mm-hmm. can you guys individually name artists that you yourselves have like put on to each other knowing that you came from Ooh. like two different oh yeah hmm. um anything like black uh I'd say black the most. Yeah. Who else? Russ. Actually, yeah, you got me into a lot of people. Russ. Anyone that's, like, new in hip-hop now, he's gotten me into. Yeah. Like, anything, like, old, like, Eminem, Dre, Snoop, I always loved, like, old hip-hop, but, like, all the new stuff. I was going to say the newer stuff I've definitely I didn't even like Chris Brown, and he showed me some songs, and I'm like, okay, like, he has has, has some bops. I watched watched an interview of you guys, I think it was, uh, like, a podcast setting. Yeah, 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 yeah. and and he talked about Chris Brown, yeah. Yeah. He always talks about yeah my my biggest he would leave influence. me for chris brown if he <laughs> nah, could nah, chris pause. brown came into the room he's just like joe you're with me now he'd be like see ya like pause. no <laughs> no 
but, but yeah. definitely biggest musical influence for me for sure. Yeah, I think I, I like I got him into a lot of rock though. I would say. Yeah. Um, I brought him to a Green Day concert, and, I, and he was just like standing there, just like watching me, and I'm going crazy, and well, he's just like this Green is Day. Crazy. I always knew, yeah, but you, like yeah, but you definitely got me stuff. to be a bigger yeah. Green Day fan. Mm-hmm. Just like I've seen them now perform twice. I've seen them like yeah, seen them I've once. seen you perform on YouTube. Like, <laughs> you know that. Kind of yeah, thing. I. I, uh, I was gonna say that's gotta come. I know. It's funny when I watched that other interview. You're like, uh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely would love to hear that story. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know you knew about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I saw Green Day in Hamilton, and uh, I had a sign saying I can play guitar because I literally know their set list off by heart. Like I'm like, this is when he's gonna pick someone to yeah. get on stage. Like, and I made my friend Tina record it. I was just like, start recording now because he's gonna start picking people. And uh, he just noticed me. Like, literally, like, I've been to six Green Day concerts now, like, since 09. Yeah. And, like, um, it's been, like, my dream. Like, she was even talking to me the other day. She's like, I remember, like, us being, like, 13, 14, you, like, practicing in the bedroom, you watching you in case you ever got picked. And then, like, a couple years ago it happened. And she was there for it. And she just started crying. She's just like, I'm just so proud. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, but, um, yeah, you just picked me up in front of... 20,000 people and was just like, yeah, you come up on stage. And I'm like, holy shit. I don't even know if I want to anymore. <laughs> like, yeah. don't look at me, like, please. But yeah, like I said, the blackout thing, it's just like, I completely, but I don't remember anything. Like, if there wasn't videos and stuff, I would be like, uh, like, did it happen? Know, right. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I'd be like, maybe it did. I don't know. Like, it felt like I just did, like, heroin and, like, went on stage. Like, <laughs> like I feel like that's what heroin would feel like if you just, yeah, it was crazy. Like, I was an out-of-body experience. I can't really describe it. Like, like, right, I can. Like, it's like, Chris Brown brought me. Yeah, yeah. like your whoever your favorite artist is, if they brought you on stage and was just like singling you out and like making sure like you got all the attention, it was just like it was nuts. Yeah. And like Hamilton, like my home, like my hometown, and yeah, it was sick. Yeah, that's like yeah. certainly it's it's one of those things where you can't even like put into words. Yeah. Yeah, but like, but even my dad's just like, I don't even know how you did it like you always talked about it but like <laughs> there was twenty thousand people there and you like didn't even like fuck up or anything i don't know if i can swear on yeah no it's okay <laughs> okay yeah he's like you didn't fuck up i'm just like i don't know how i didn't fuck up i was just like this is my one shot like one opportunity but like, yeah, shut yeah up, like, shut literally it up, i couldn't fuck it up like it was yeah. just like i'm never gonna have this opportunity again if i fuck up this is just gonna be embarrassing so i just kind of like pretended i was practicing in my bedroom yeah. again and like i didn't even realize there was a crowd i was just looking at him the whole time like billy joe and i was just like oh my god like <laughs> i was even like is this real and he's just like laughing at me i'm just like ah <laughs> and i just started crying <laughs> and then he was just like laughing at me even more i love yeah. that there's the videos because that yeah. was a very very yeah, special yeah. special moment that people definitely needed to see mm-hmm. definitely was it a song that you really wanted to perform? Or, I, or, or? I knew what song he was going to pick. Like, oh, you, people, yeah. yeah. So I was just like, even though, like, I'm not, like, bragging, but, like, I can play every Green Day song yeah. on guitar. Like, I can, yeah, I just know every Green Day song. But, uh, so even if he was, like, play this nine-minute song, I'm, You're like, like, for I'm sure. ready for it. Like, yeah. like yeah. I don't even care. Like, I don't even need to practice this. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, a cover that they did in the 80s by a band called Operation Ivy. And, uh. I knew they were playing that, so I was just like, I already know it's like three chords. And he's like teaching me on stage. He's like, it's three chords. I'm like, I know. Like, I was just like, give me the guitar. And he started laughing and gave it to me. I was just like, trust me. Like, I've been living for this moment my whole life. Yeah, but it was, it was crazy. And then they gave me the guitar and yeah, stuff like that. And they signed it. And um, yeah. And then I had to get escorted out by security because they're like, people are going to like try to like take the guitar. Like, yeah. it's going to be fucked outside. I literally walked through the venue. This was at a, uh, First Ontario Center, like Cops Coliseum it used to be. Um, 
And yeah, people were like driving by, screaming my name. Like they were like, oh my God, that was so cool. Like literally, like even the security guy, he was like, um, it's like you're Justin Bieber. He was like super old. He was just like watching yeah. me. Like, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was fun. Yeah. yeah. It was like the best night of my life. But, the, but that night I realized I was like, I could do this like on stage in yeah. front of this many people and like be fine. Like this is what I want to do. Like having 20,000 people kind of like, even if they don't even know me, they're supporting someone that got on stage. It was, it was a feeling that yeah. like you can't describe and no Unmatched. one will get to experience. And a, and a good crazy. note to that too, uh, when you guys perform, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. you, you guys perform around a lot of places in like Hamilton, like just a ton yeah. of places around. Yeah. Um, when you guys perform and you have like, let's say you have like a ton of people. Yeah. Or you have like little people, like mm -hmm. just like a small crowd. Yeah. Talk to me about what it's like in terms of like just growing and just getting used to that type of feel. Because going from performing from like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like he's better at it than I am because I get very discouraged very easily. Like I think one show I was like crying because I was like, I don't even want to get on stage right now because it was... You have the shows, everyone has it, like where you perform to the bouncer and the bar people and like yeah. your friend yeah. and like that's like and i'm just like fuck like this sucks because the night before you're playing to like 150 people in a small little venue that makes it seem like you're playing to a thousand and then yeah. you get in front of like four people and you're like okay but then those are the moments where like when you get in front of 150 people you appreciate it a lot more yeah. and you're like shit that was so fun and then yeah. I, I but he's say. better at it than I am because he's just like we gotta still act like we're playing to 200 people and I'm like I know but no like, matter how many people are in the crowd I'm always saying that like I'll just run back to everybody and just be like no matter what same way in rehearsal 110% no matter mm -hmm. what like 5 people 200 whatever it may be um, Yeah. but just watching you know shows get bigger is the most amazing thing because yeah. I mean like just from last year I mean in the past like four years, we've probably done 70 shows and just seeing from, you know, the first shows we were playing together, like where it was like, you know, 10 people and it's like basically our parents and like siblings yeah. to being like, you know, people who randomly came out to like a random showcase show or something like that and found yeah. us from there. Yeah. And then we see them constantly popping up to the same shows. It's yeah, just, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Especially like you don't even know them. And they're, yeah. just, they're like traveling to see you. And you're yeah. like, holy shit, like you're not even my friend and you're doing this. Like my friends <laughs> don't do this for me. Like, yeah. But yeah. yeah it's, and it's just, it's special. And it just, it keeps growing. And just from there, that's mm -hmm. what like keeps the, the love of the game going, right? Yeah. It's just, yeah. For real, yeah. yeah. It's humbling. It's humbling playing in front of the five and then, you know, playing in front of whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, just because it keeps you level-headed like this this shit can happen you know it's yeah. the industry and it's honestly it's... not even the amount of people it's just the energy that the people yeah. have because like we've played in front of 30 people that it sounded like there was like 200 people in yeah. the venue and yeah, you're yeah, like yeah. holy crap like people would scream and i'd be like oh my god like who's <laughs> like, yeah. in here like but um and then we've played in front of 300 people where it's like it's not the same yeah. energy that's matched so it, it just all depends on the energy in the room and like our how people energy, respond yeah our energy is always on 9000 i find people start like when we're else. playing to a crowd uh, that hasn't seen us they start like kind of like watching and then they get more hype as they go because yeah. it's like yeah. they can't like just watch us jump around and not jump around too they're just like oh yeah, like, this is actually fun. fun like they're mm -hmm. having fun up there like yeah. yeah like the show we did in toronto um like, we didn't know anyone in the front row, like, and my friend was, like, behind them and stuff, but they all came up to us after. Like, one person asked us to sign our set list. I'm like, where'd you even get the set list from? Like, <laughs> I like, had that in my She pocket, literally I just, swear. like, snatched it. Yeah. Like, like, a 
crazy fan and I'm like damn like that's commitment like yeah, yeah she like found us and was like can you guys sign this please like you guys were awesome like and yeah man. yeah followed us and like they support us and they're like anytime you come to Toronto like we're there like and that's the thing that I like when people are like next time you come here let us know like yeah. we're coming they update was, they stay updated and stay yeah. Updated, yeah like within themselves even too that's and that's what's yeah that's what I like the most when people actually take the initiative to look us up like themselves and see where we're playing and be like, yeah, yeah I'm going to that. Yeah. Do you guys have uh, one show that comes to mind when you think about like, well, that was, that one was, that was amazing. Like, or do you, or the, cause you can probably say the same one. I think we're probably, cause you named, you said you've done, you said you've done 70 shows. That's I thought, um, Kingston was more fun. Kingston was actually insane. We played in like a basement, like a sweaty. It, it actually it was, was like no, sweaty. It was, okay, like it wasn't a basement, like house. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was um, the mansion in Kingston. Um, it's, it's like, like a they bar have an upper level. club, and then they have like a basement area where yeah. like there's more bars yeah. and stuff. But it was like the floor was slippery because it was so hot in there. Like all like the freaking sweat yeah. dripping off people, and like that was probably like the most fun show I've I've yeah. played. But then we opened for um, Sunreal in Waterloo, and that was fun because that was like probably our biggest show that we played. It was, so it was just feeding off of their energy. I'd say I'd say like Mansion and Kingston was wicked, but Sunreal was just it was like the stars aligned. We we were like literally on a little tour um, that we booked ourselves, like literally eating. Like I think we were like out at like a we were right here, place. fresh. We we're uh, somewhere. Spadina, yeah, and like, somewhere, and, and like just we got the news like. Yeah, you guys are gonna get the opening spot. And I was like, yeah. what the heck? And it, it just fell on the date of Undertow's release. And it was in my hometown. Like, you know what I mean? It was just, yeah. it was almost like perfect. It's unreal. I've been listening to for years. So it was like, it was just one of those, like, it was, like, yeah, it was the show blowing. that it's like we had like proper sound. Like, yeah. The stage was crazy. We had sound guys do everything for us. Like, they were just like, proper set. Time. Yeah, it was like, like, it was just, it was really, yeah, it was really fun. The most proper professional show we've done and like it kind of like got yeah. us exposed to that side because mm -hmm. like we'll usually set up everything ourselves like on like a little basement and like get the monitors and like tilt them to where like okay that sounds good there and like we'll go back <laughs> and listen and be like okay wait no like that sounds like shit like, turn down your but like we had sound guys do everything for us like yeah that was yeah that was fun but i think king i just say kingston because it was like more recent and it was energy us. was just yeah insane. it was like yeah Energy and then we drove to Ottawa right after that for two and a half hours at like two in the morning yeah. and then played a show in Ottawa the next day and that, that was fun. Yeah. The grind. Yeah. <laughs> Can you guys name, like, name all the places you've performed over the course of the 70 shows? Oh, fuck. Because a lot of people, when it comes to like performing in Canada, they're mm. only like, yeah, it was Toronto, Montreal, but yeah. there's so much other yeah. venues to perform at, things like that. And you guys have really been around, you know, like the yeah. grinding it. And now, yeah, we've been around to like kind of the same cities because we try to focus our, mm -hmm. you know, our market and stuff yeah. like that. But, I'd but say, even on this street, we've played Horseshoe. Yeah. Um, Burdock is yeah. on Bloor. Um, we played, uh, where else on Queen Street? Rivoli. I always forget how to say or it. Or Rivoli. I always say Rivoli. Yeah, yeah no, no, we I played there. That was sick. Um, one of my probably one of my favorite venues. Yeah, that's too. A, that's a pretty cool venue they have there. We did that um, twice. Well, we. I've never played. We did. I've that. never yeah. played it. Yeah. And then Colton you played Supermarket here. Yeah, Supermarket as um, well. Like we play a lot in Toronto. Uh, we played. I want to say Hamilton. Like, we played about two venues in Hamilton. Yeah, we played. Hamilton doesn't ton have Waterloo. a huge scene for hip hop. It's more rock and stuff like yeah. that like absinthe and stuff 
I even know the guys that absinthe, and they're just like, yeah, like we don't really book here that genre. Yeah. Like, so it's it's, well, har- it's hard. They've to... sold like three times since then, so it's even worse now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's it's hard <laughs> to find places in Hamilton. Um, Toronto's more the hip hop scene, but uh, I'd say. Yeah, we've only played in Montreal once, and that was a huge venue we played at. I don't know how they booked that out. It was uh, Le National. It was like a theater, like a really cool old school theater. Literally like um, eight green rooms. Yeah, like there was like eight green rooms in there, like one upstairs, one downstairs, two on the middle floor. Like I was like, where? Like what the hell? Like, yeah. It was cool, but um, but yeah. Yeah. I, I can't name everything, man. Yeah, I was going to say. Now, uh, since releasing Undertow and from now, can you talk to me about, like, your musical growth and uh, the way you kind of view the songs you've released since yeah. then? Um, well, I mean, since Undertow, it's been a huge difference just because Undertow, I mean, we had, you know, we had, like, uh, 12 producers on Beware at, at one point where it was just like we were working through a basement just you know shuffling through songs and now it's like sophie and i do most of the work and we're producing most of the work you know um courtney rose our like good friend does most of our production he did like almost every beat on undertow mm-hmm. um but yeah it's it's more like i work with him we work on a bunch of beats and then she comes in works on her little spice and flavor on everything and then it's just after that it's all post and you know all the writing and stuff like that after that but i'd say it's it's changed so much because i'd say it was more on my own before like with undertow even i would record i'd like have the engineer kind of like leave the room and i yeah. record right and do it myself and um now it's like i'm recording in front of people all the time and it's like it's it's very different but i'm feeling the energy off of other people and stuff and i'm working with more people and collaborating with more people so i think that would be just the kind of the difference since then but um writing i mean it's just more experiences i'm going through as i you know go through music every every day and mm-hmm. you know week but just yeah. say you're we're well like you are opening up to like way more producers now too because, like, before it was kind of just Courtney, yeah. and, like, yeah. that was it. And then now we've, like, we've hung up with some, like, other people, which is... Yeah, we've been working nice. with some really cool, cool produce- producers yeah. lately. Um, I always want to shout out Bijan. I know, shout out Bijan. He's, he's Bijan like, Mir. our favorite, for sure. Yeah, he's sick. But, um, yeah, very, very special producers coming up with. And it's just, it's very different to get into their vibe and, you know, see how they work and... You know, some of them work like... It's like even quick, like going quick, to yeah. like you know? other people's places to record is a yeah. whole different vibe. And yeah. Like I'm way more comfortable being by myself the entire time, just like listening on my headphones, like trying to find a melody and like yeah. on the song. Like I like don't like to being like rushed and being like, what do you hear? Like, do you yeah. hear this? And I'm like, yeah. I don't know, man. Like I have yeah. to sit on this for like <laughs> See, at I least like half that. an hour. Like leave me alone for like five minutes. <laughs> I'm like, Let me sit here on the keyboard. But um, yeah, but, yeah I, I have a huge respect for people like Bijan, like other producers that can just like just start doing stuff on their like their actual keyboard and just be like and just vibe. yeah that's a song right there done <laughs> yeah. and like do it in like 10 minutes like yeah. they'll just like keep making beats but they're all good so it's not like they're all lazy and they sound the same like they're all yeah. just insane like courtney so much detail in them yeah, yeah like courtney gets out like four beats in like an hour yeah like it's crazy point, so. like it's, it's just matters who we're working with and just the vibe and how mm-hmm. that goes but me personally i like the pressure and i like the energy of other people in the studio so i mean it helps lately i was gonna say yeah, yeah. you thrive on i thrive on, on it now before i was all like solo dolo like, like he did a, <laughs> he did a songwriting challenge in uh toronto and 
like just walked into a studio with like six other people and just started recording yeah. and i'm like i couldn't do that like i would be so nervous i wouldn't be able to Song think of anything well, right? you know. yeah but like i can songwrite but it's like it has to be like i yeah. have to like be in the right like mindset i can't just I'm definitely gonna switch something on and, yeah and be like that like i kudos to people who can do it like, which a lot of people can but i don't know i'm a different songwriter in that way you you like to absorb things more yeah well yeah. I, I think about stuff more than just thinking like oh yeah that's a cool line that's cool flow yeah. like i'm just like no this has to be like thought out and like, more in depth yeah yeah so yeah. when it comes to the music you're currently holding on to right now and planning out how yeah. is how are things going for you guys right now what, what's going on yeah. what's, what's, the, what's the what's the think what's the, the process like no we're not releasing no, I'm I, gonna release it tomorrow. No, never mind. It's, it's more of it's more of the timing for me that I'm having the issue with. Um, because I mean, you know, I'm I'm seeing a world where people are just dropping music left, right, and center. Mm -hmm. Every day I wake up, there's yeah, a there's new just album. like this pressure that's going on. Where right? yeah, yeah, I so see that I've, too. For the last year, I've kind of gone through that. So we did more slow releases the last year, but I mean, this year I'm just gonna get over that and take the leap. That's like my main <laughs> take the leap. Uh, <laughs> Y'all will know what that means later, but um, <laughs> we'll keep that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, like I just want to get. All this music out like we're dropping a song on friday that we've literally had for like two years he's probably gonna change his mind no, like thursday it's dropping, night it's dropping, like on <laughs> it's dropping on friday okay. but um like just the new music is more i want to say more we've definitely adjusted into our sound and our roles for sure um just basically the way i write and the way you know i'm working with these other producers and the way i work with sophie um, the way she comes in and works on stuff is just, it's really organic, like I said before. Um, so it's more of, um, I want to say like everything right now is more deeper. There's more to think about with the music coming yeah. out, I'd say. Um, I'm getting a little bit better with the, you know, writing and stuff like that as we grow. And um, I could definitely say that she's thinking more outside of the box with melodies and stuff like that. And she's going to try and hide this, but like she's got a ton of, solo music coming out too that's just very very special and we got songs coming out together too that are very very different people aren't really ready for but yeah it's just it's very we're always gonna evolve right that's the thing with music you got to right so yeah um we're always gonna be trying new things and being versatile because i mean she's coming from classic rock and like grunge and stuff and i'm coming from r&b and hip-hop and you know together we're making just very different music so mm -hmm. whatever happens happens 2020 we're just putting out music all all year long that's my my goal <laughs> so in that note are you guys thinking about uh releasing like singles and yeah, yeah is there... definitely gonna be more singles okay. for sure but um definitely working on a few projects for sure we got we got a we got a lot in the a vault so um there'll be like singles eps you know little projects here and there i just I don't want to let the music become too much of a headache. I want to just, I like she says all the time, like, draw, just put this stuff out. Like, you're going to be sitting on it for years, like we have been. Mm. So I want to just kind of, you know, give it to people the way it should be packaged. And, you know, um, so it's going to just come out in whatever I kind of feel. And that's, that's like the important thing, too. I feel like we're living in this era. And I've, like, mm -hmm. talked to artists, like, really recently, just kind of ushering the note of like yeah. you, you i know it doesn't seem like you can take your time but yeah, you, can, you can like don't like pay attention to all the things that are going on because yeah. like it's art like it, art should never be rushed yeah. or like pressured i find like and that's the difference i think with hip-hop than with 
like rock and roll or something. Such a yeah, because hip hop, everyone's just trying to stay in it. Like they're like, oh my god, I have to be relevant or like, and you have to be like. Yeah. But I find with rock, it's like it's a little different. Like rock, like people don't just like put out like singles after singles after singles. Yeah. They usually do like a single album, wait two years, album, yeah. wait yeah. another three years, album. Yeah. Like hip hop, I find like it's it like, was, like every four or five months, the same artist puts out an album, and I'm like, holy shit. So much music. It's a good thing and a bad thing. But. Yeah. Like, I love it from artists, right? I love when I get tons and tons mm-hmm. of music from an artist because I'm, like, dope. Like, I'm just able to take this all in. Yeah. But on my end, I like to take my time with my music. And when I'm making music, I'm more vulnerable than I'd say most. Mm-hmm. So I really like to get everything out proper. So, I mean, in this day and age, it's been hard because I see people dropping music every day. And I see a new song from this artist and I'm like, yo, this guy's just grinding, you know, and I'm inspired and I appreciate it so much. But at the same time, you get that discouraging little like, damn, should I be doing that? You know what I mean? Should I be putting out a song every week? But I mean, when when we're doing what we're doing, where we're putting out music every, you know, periodically, how we're feeling, whatever type of thing, and people are still catching on, I mean seems we're doing like a good thing so i mean we might just stick to whatever the people want right you got it they're gonna be taking it in so yeah we'll see we'll see how they all take it in and uh on the note of watching that interview with you guys uh, recently you talked about how like cool it is to be like female and have representation Mm -hmm. and how when you were performing like on your keyboard there was like a female in the audience and yeah you do your research yeah I re- <laughs> <laughs> the noir of it yeah. all so like so talk to me about that because like currently in this room yeah it's all guys but yeah so. no i'm i'm pretty much used to it well like even as a kid i was i was the biggest tomboy ever so it's like i would be called sir at restaurants and i'd be like yeah like, call me sir like i was so happy when that would happen so it's like it now but like as i'm more like feminine now um yeah i get on stage and i can feel like other girls are just like wow like that's so cool like I can I can see I can hear them talking or like even like read their lips and they're just like they're so pumped that like a girl's on stage like even playing an instrument it's not just background singing or something like that yeah. or like even dancing it's like someone's actually doing something on stage and DJing and um coming out to the crowd and just like getting hype and like all these girls are just like super hype about it and they, they come up to me after and I'm like I'm so happy to see a girl on stage like it just like it made it so much better yeah that's how we met um Jess which probably what you're talking about Jess the Snapper um, she messaged me after Sunreal and was like, that was so cool. Like, I've never seen a girl on stage, like, in hip-hop, really. Yeah. If, unless you're, like, the singer or, like, Kehlani or something like that. But, um, but yeah, no, it's cool. Like, because even I saw, like, Alice Cooper, um, and he had a girl guitar player, and she fucking killed it. Like, everyone yeah. was, like, so in love with her, and she stole the show. Because I think it's just because you got, like, a girl on stage that's, like, whipping her hair and, like, playing the guitar and yeah. shredding and people are like so cool like even my dad's like i love seeing alice cooper because the girl just like steals the show every time yeah. and i think not like i'm stealing the show but i think that a lot of females can connect to us a lot more to be yeah. like damn like that's cool to see like makes it more diverse. it's not just like a guy screaming on stage saying the n-word and <laughs> screaming about like vaginas <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say the p-word but i was like yeah. maybe not not on there no, but you know what I mean? Yeah, like we got, like even in Kingston, like a lot of the girls came up to the front, but like with openers before us, they were kind of all in the back drinking all together. And then like yeah. we came out and they're like, oh shit, there's a girl on stage. And they all felt comfortable to be like, we're yeah. right in the front with our drinks. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. it's, it's kind of like an advantage we have in that way. But Definitely. Definitely. But yeah, no, I, I love it. Yeah. 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 It's cool. And uh, getting like close to the end. So I know you 
talked about how like music can be like therapeutic to you. Yeah. So Always. on that note of just like this being a new year, yeah. new decade, talk to me about how music is like helped shape you and what it's like just getting your emotions out there because i feel like it's important in this era of like yeah. mental health and like being very understanding of that yeah because like on again on the note of like taking care of yourselves and knowing that you can release your art when you want to mm-hmm. talk to me about that well i mean i it's easy to say that i grew up in a day and age where it was like you were basically a, a bitch if you showed your emotion exactly right? yeah so i mean music for me has always been that thing where i was just like you know screw it I'll be a bitch on this sick, smooth track, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that <laughs> yeah. was my thing, the way to, way to kind of mask it. So I'd say it shaped me to just always be real and vulnerable, just be me, and I can be me 24-7. You know what I mean? If I can just put out the music under my government name, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. It's just always going to keep me comfortable. Um, it shaped me to constantly keep my mind sharp if that makes sense because yeah. i'm just i always got to be in the booth i gotta mm-hmm. be making new music all the time like just what was it yesterday i just did like a six hour session by myself and made like three four songs and i came out of there like a freaking zombie but it's like i gotta i gotta make sure that my mind is tight so after that yeah. i'll like work out you know do something that i really enjoy keep my spirits up just stuff like that i'm learning how to balance my life and balance the music and the art like that and just keep my emotions and my mental health intact because i'm a i'm i'm always fighting with my mental right like we all are yeah yeah. so it's it's tough like i was like we were touching on music releases and stuff where it's like you get discouraged on seeing people do that stuff and you know they got this thing we didn't and you know they have this many plays and stuff like that so it's always it's always that battle of trying to stay balanced but as long as i'm you know, doing what I love, st- sticking around her. She keeps me positive too. And, you know, I'm working out a ton. So keeps me, you know, empty minded, I guess. So I'm not like overthinking as much. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, man, it's just keeping, you know, music keeps me sharp. Just keeps keep me in your brain going. Keeps That's me relative. Thing, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Yeah, that's a really great way to end it. Uh, this really has been a long time coming. Uh, yeah, man. Thanks for coming to Studio One. Yeah, Absolute pleasure. No, uh, you, you know, I've always been a supporter, and I will continue to support and man. see you guys shine through. Yeah. Uh, thanks again, man. No, Appreciate thank you. Absolute thank pleasure. You. Thank you, dude. Thank you. Right. Like 2000, what? 17? Yeah, 2017. Man, the amount Jeez. of yeah. the amount of things that have transpired from then till now. Yeah, yeah man. And the amount of things that are about to transpire is just you know. It's, right. It's all good. It's all good. Gotta finally go to a show of yours yeah. too. I, know, I was fun. gonna say every every time that something has come up, I'm so cheesed. Yeah. Before we let this go, um, March we're going on a tour, which I need to talk to you about the date so we can get you on to the like get you yeah for to sure the Toronto date because Toronto's gonna be crazy. But um, yeah, March Ontario, um, we're doing Waterloo, London, Kingston, Montreal. Um, Montreal, Ontario. Did I say Waterloo already? Uh, no, you didn't. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Waterloo. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun yeah. places like that. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Lots of new music coming out. New music Friday. Yeah. Fire. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. No worries. Luke.